Good evening, good evening everybody. It is another Monday and you're joined here on 180 Degrees on Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. You're here with me, Inga Stoffels, and with the beautiful Zoe George. Oh my goodness, every week she says the <laughs> nicest things about me. Like, I wonder what I did to deserve all this <laughs> niceness, you guys. It's so wonderful being in studio here with Inga. Mm. Unfortunately, Amarain will not be with us this week because she is currently in Murraysburg, actually, looking off a parish over there so we wish her all the best luck and we are praying for her that she's able to disciple the sheep as such as you guys know she is training to be a dominie definitely so zoe how has your how was your weekend you know what actually i had a very studies no actually i had a very fun weekend um on Monday, I mean, fr- wow, Monday is not even a weekend. I just love Monday so much. But on Friday to Saturday, I saw friends. It was my best friend's birthday dinner mm. on Saturday. So we went out. And then on Friday, a friend of mine drove down from Franchuk. And we went out and spent time with her. And it was just so nice catching up with her. We generally yeah. do that like once a month. And seeing her is just amazing. And then on Sunday, I studied because my exam period starts this week. All the students in the audience, please, I know what you're going through. But Inga, how was your weekend? Oh, this weekend went by in a flash. It was so busy. This was actually one of the busiest weekends of this year. Really? Yes. Um, so Saturday, we had this grand reopening of Next Gen, which is our youth group. And we had a soccer tournament. Ooh. We had... The ladies, we had food, we had everything over there. And then the evening, I had to do a live with another lady. Wow. So I kind of just had to leave early to make it in time for the live. And then Sunday morning, I had to wake up early for church again. And then um, it was my husband's cousin's 30th. So we went over there just for some. We were supposed to go for cake and tea, but then we ended up going for supper and cake and tea and, mm. and, and. And then this morning, I had to wake up early yet again. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm on about I'm on my reserve tank uh, to be honest. You know what? I get that. It, at mm. least you're on your reserve tank from having too much fun. <laughs> I'd rather that than be on reserve because I stayed up for three days in a row trying oh. to get all those last bit of labor law notes into my head. And we are going to speak about the safety of enough sleep in our happy health tip. Mm. We have an amazing show ahead for you guys. Cape Town. Cape Town. Cape Town. Cape Town. What's down in Cape Town? Cape Town. Now for this week, I will be taking over the What's Down in Cape Town section of the show from Amarain as we are missing her as she is in Murraysburg. Now we have two very fun things planned up for you guys. The first one is electric scooters, which sounds much more fun than a manual scooter. Now this is an electric scooter, motorcycle and vehicle renting hub for people who want to explore Cape Town. It kind of works like an Uber. You need an app on your phone or you can scan the Baroda, the barcode on the kick scooter. You can find them at the Mobility Hub at the President Hotel in Bantry Bay. There are pick-up and drop-off spots in different places. So once you've registered, you can go and pick up one. And the scooters have a tracking system which adds some sort of security to the ride. You can buy credits through their app to rent the scooters. And you can check it all out on their website, www.electricliferides.com. They're on Facebook and Instagram as well. That's actually very reminiscent of the bicycles you can ride at Seapoint and Waterfront. I've done that with a group of friends. Mm. It's 
really fun. I've never done that. It's so cool. You need to try that it. That orange bicycle. I think they're red. Well, no, they might actually be orange. I'm not the best with colors, but I think, <laughs> I think so. They, you can ride them along the promenade and just like harass the people walking there oh, with your wow. bell. It's really fun. I, I didn't even realize I could ride a bike. The next one is a garden week in Stellenbosch. Oh, such a beautiful little village it is. Inspired by the flower festival of Yana in Spain, Stellenbosch is having a garden week with the horticultural tours as well as landscape art and food, wine, music. There will be a Winelands experience featuring the chef Jan Hendrik van der Westhuizen, who is an essay Michelin chef. This is from the 30th of September, so you guys still have a bit of time to plan if you would like to go. And it's going to run until the 10th of October. There will be a multitude of talks and walks with different themes. And here at 180 Degrees, we'd like to encourage everyone to check their website out, which is www.visitstellenbosch.org. You can also find them on the same name, visitstellenbosch.org, on Facebook. They have lots of free events, so if money is an object to you, you can still have fun in Stellenbosch. This, we would also like to highlight the historical route, which includes the Quick Stool, and this is on Aberdeen's facility. Actually, it's the first till, it's going to run from the first till the tenth of October. Mm-hmm. It's a stunning building. I think it's in the theology department. I don't know. I've never visited the theology department of Stellenbosch, but yeah, that is all we have for you guys. It is ten past seven and 180 degrees on 729 AM and we have such a fun packed show for you guys. Zoe on 180 degrees. Now we are just going to go straight into the interview section of the show. If you guys would like to follow us along on Facebook Live you can check us out now because we are currently live. You can check us on our Facebook page which is 729 Radio K Pulpit it's also in Afrikaans um Cops of Council. Sorry, my Afrikaans is very rough. There we go. Yes, but we have Jacqueline here in studio and she has Cheston Rupinar here. Good evening. How are you guys doing? Hi. Good evening. I'm doing well. That is so great. So I'd like to first start off by asking you, Cheston, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself? Uh, One of the toughest questions, I think. Um, So I'm Cheston Rupinar. I'm from Hanover Park. I'm 23. And I think I'm just going to sum it all up in, I would say, three words. I'd say I'm, I think Jackie would agree, I'm fun. (laughs) I'm caring and I'm confident, I'd say. So I think that basically sums me up. Yeah, I think that was a great summary of you. And it didn't come off as like you were being self-deprecating or you were, you know, (laughs) being arrogant. I think it was a great summary. Well Thank done, you. well done, Cheslin. So, Cheslin, can you tell us a little bit about your moot journey and how you were introduced to moot? Well, it started four years ago. So, I started. I enrolled for my diploma in business management in 2017 at False Bay College, and I got introduced. I would say around about the middle of the year, and that's when I started um, being part of the moot youth. My student support officer then recognized the leadership qualities in mm-hmm. me, I'd say, and she then um, told me that she'd like me to go on mood camp. Mm-hmm. So I then went. I then got trained as a young motivator, and after the weekend, which was, was a great camp, by the way, I'd say the food was great too, <laughs> so I'm an eater. So, yeah, and after that, I then that I finished my studies, I then 
started assisting the MUT office. I was um, the programs and training support as well, so I'd assist with MUT um, sessions at various colleges and MUT camps. I then went on to becoming a MUT coach, so yeah, the levels were climbed. Mm. And I then also run, ran sessions mm. at College of Cape Town Thornton campus. I've also done a few at College of Cape Town Athlone campus. So the journey never ends. It's ongoing. Yeah. So yeah, that is my MUT journey. Oh, that sounds far. amazing. And would you say that this MUT journey and MUT has impacted you as a person in any way? It definitely has. If I think compared to how I was before 2017 and after 2017, mm. you know that sense of self-doubt mm-hmm. that one has, MUT definitely changed that for me. It made me become more confident. Uh, made me get rid of that self-doubt, especially in terms of physical flaws that one might have. So it has had an impact on my life. Mm. Hmm. Awesome, awesome. Uh, So, uh, Cheslin, you've become a part of the, like, the the furniture, the mood furniture, because you're (laughs) always in the mood office and, like, offering yourself for volunteer ring. So, um, what's your favorite mood memory? Ah, I thought about this in the car on my way, yeah? So, my favorite Mut memory, I would say, was on Mut Camp. And I remember, I don't know if it was Mike, on Mut Camp, I'd say that my favorite Mut memory was one of the exercises, and I think it's the last session in the manual, which is called the paper plate exercise. So, what happens in this exercise is that you get a paper plate on your back, and whoever you spent the weekend with get to write positive things oh, about oh, wow. you. So, you know, having a whole bunch of strangers from the Friday to the Sunday becoming quite close friends. Such mm. I've, I've met one of my closest friends on camp as well. And my favorite memory is definitely the paper plate exercise because it, it shows you that there is that human factor in people and that they can literally sum you up over an entire weekend in terms of positivity. So that is definitely one of my favorite memories. Mm -hmm. That's really nice. I remember when I went to camp when my first year at university, it was like a first year's camp, and I don't know. I met a lot of really good people there who I still talk to to this day, even though I don't live in that city anymore. I never lived in that city, but... It's very true. You can create very good, nice, wholesome mm. connections when yeah. you go away on camp with someone. With, for as short as like, what, three days? It's really life impacting. I'd like to ask if you have noticed any changes in the youth's lives before and after being introduced to Moot. Um, are you talking about the ones I have sessions with or youth in general? I was going to refer to the ones you've had sessions with. Okay, so um, I'm... Okay, I'm remembering one particular student. I, yeah, she, I ran a session and I think that Muta has definitely impacted her. I had a se- it's called the backpack exercise where you, um, it's this in, sorry, it's the invisible backpack. Mm-hmm. I need to get it right. <laughs> so there's so much baggage that we carry with us every single day that nobody knows about. And I had, one student break down in one of our sessions. Now, 
in our sessions, we believe we need to give them the opportunity to feel their emotions. And after that, it has definitely changed her mindset in terms of how she's going to live her life, as well as the other youth. I've got um, teachers or lecturers coming up to me and saying that the class environment has become better. So, and peers are starting to interact with each other. Mm. So I think that is, being a mood coach, that is a result you definitely want to see. And it speaks to impact, you know. So, yeah, there was definitely change. Mm. And how does the mood values apply to your life? Well, there's three. So, let me just name them first. The courage to love, the courage to care, and the courage to say no which I'm sure you guys know already. Mm. (laughs) Um, But yeah, um, the mood values, the courage to live, let me start there. I think it's just basically being you, being Mm. your authentic self, you know. And the courage to care, how the values would apply to me, um, no matter what, I feel that you need to care for the next person. So true. Irrespective as to who they are, what they are, Caring goes a long way because you definitely want that to be reciprocated, you Mm. know. And then the courage to say no. I like this one as well um, because there are certain things that us as youth, we value, you know. And if something goes against what I value, I need to have that stepping stone and that ability to say no. So... That is, I've, I, I was a yes person, but mm-hmm. now I can confidently, after having been in the mood program, say no to things that goes against who I am as a person mm-hmm. and goes against my values. Yes, I think that's especially important for young people yes. because when you are a teenager, you're very susceptible to peer pressure. Mm-hmm. It's often difficult to say no, and I don't know if the other teenagers tend to realize that, but they do do that when they're trying to get you to do something maybe that the group is doing, but you may not necessarily agree with. So that's Mm. a very good, like, motivation to have, to know when to say no. And also, you know, when you say no to someone, you actually see their true colors. Yes. Like you get to see their actual character, their actual personality once you say no to them, once you don't give them Mm -hmm. what they want or what they have requested. Yes. So how do you respond when you see one of the students being left out in your classroom? Um, ah, well, I, I'm a social butterfly. Mm. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I like welcoming, you know. So mm. I remember there was this boy in my class. He was very quiet. That's just how he was. He won't speak unless you speak to him, you know. Yeah. But at first, if you don't know that about him, um, it would generally seem as him being left out. But basically, I just went to go and have a chat with him and got to get to know more about him, you know. Mm. And that, in the end, then brought him closer to our group of friends. Um, Our class was actually just one big group of friends, you know. So we'd sit together, break time, we'd invite him, and... Eventually, as time went on, he was included, and mm. he basically included himself as well. So, yeah, I think I'm very welcoming to people who feel left out, yes. and I don't have an issue getting them to be part of the group. Hmm. Um, so, Tislin, what experiences, both positive and negative, have shaped you to become the person you are today? 
a positive experience. Um, okay, let's start with a negative experience. I could have almost 2012. I mean, I think that's about nine years ago. No, Oof. yeah, 2012. Yeah, that's about nine <laughs> years ago. Maths and I were never friends. <laughs> so about nine years ago, I could have lost my life. Sure. I was hit by a stray bullet. So I think that is one of the experiences that definitely turns your life around um, because you realize how short life can become. Mm-hmm. And I'd say one of the most one of the positive in um, experiences, I, on high school as well as primary school, I've always wanted to be in leadership. So I went to go and apply to be a prefect. But mm. me being me, the bubbly person that I am, and the fact that I was disruptive, you know, I was <laughs> quite the naughty one. Not naughty, but, yeah, I would be chatty. I was rejected both in high school and on, pre, uh, on primary school to become a prefect. So, however... In my college days, I applied to become a member of the Student Representative Council, did the whole speech, and after the elections, after the votes were counted, I was then made a member of the SRC based on votes. And that was a very good thing that I would say happened to me because it made me realize that irrespective as to what happened in my um, schooling career, that there were actually people who saw my true potential Mm, on college and uh, uh, equipped me with more leadership skills thereafter. Mm. So that is what shaped me, I'd say. Hmm. That's really good. It's often an interesting experience to realize that other people are watching you. It can also be unsettling, but it's really good because then like mm. they see all the good aspects of your life. They give you opportunities to shine. And that's really good that you still kept on trying even after fa- facing failure, failure. If you aren't on Facebook live, you can't see me doing air quotes, <laughs> but just because you don't succeed at something the first time doesn't mm. necessarily mean you need to stop and, that's really laudable that you kept trying. And now look at you now. Yeah. CSE, overseeing people, helping kids every day. We should never stop. So I'd like to ask you, would you encourage others to be a part of the MIT programs as well? And if so, why? I would definitely. Look, if it works in four other countries, it can definitely work in this one, you know? Amen. Our youth is so broken and we don't realize that. So by joining the program, one of our um, part of the vision of MUT is to create a warmer and safer society, you know. Um, And, yeah, we don't say warm and safe, warmer and safer because it's continuous. Mm. So by joining the MUT program, it allows you to portray life in a different mindset. It equips you with tools where you can make very good decisions. So that is why I would encourage people to definitely join the program. Hmm. And, you know, to all those listening out there right now, whether they, whether they be leaders, whether they be, you know, someone who is just looking for direction, do you have any encouragement that you would like to leave with the listeners out there before we wrap up? Um, if there's anybody out there that I would think needs a sense of direction, I 
it all starts with you. Mm-hmm. So I just say believe in yourself firstly, and I love saying this. Just be true to you and be yes. your authentic self. Be the best you that you can be. Mm-hmm. So and that is where it all starts. Once you realize yourself, yes, you will definitely be able to conquer any mm-hmm. obstacle that comes in your way. The courage to live. So this next question is for both of you. Where can we contact, you know, for those listening who might be interested or would like to get in touch with Moot as a whole, where can they find you? Where can they contact you? Social media? So our our handle is um, at Moot South Africa. It's M-O-T South Africa. Um, We are on Instagram. We are on Facebook. We are on LinkedIn so and on, on Twitter, so you can um, contact us through there. And our website is www.mood.org.za. And our contact number is 021-69666-10. Awesome. You see, she has it down. She has <laughs> the number, the email, everything down already. Thank you guys so much for joining us this oh, evening. It's a pleasure. It was amazing having you guys in the studio, and we look forward to many more Mood interviews. Definitely. Thank you. Now let's just go on into the mystery Bible quiz. 180 degrees on I Am Youth Movement. 180 degrees on Radio Cape Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. So we are heading into the mystery Bible quiz. Time to get those thinking caps on. So the question for tonight is, what was God saying to Noah that he would never destroy the earth again? Hmm. This is an interesting one. <laughs> it's a very beautiful sign, but I know it because, you know, I went to Sunday school. Guys, I'm going to stop Zoe right <laughs> there. So the question is, what was God saying to Noah that he would never destroy the earth again? You can send your answer to 081-729-1657. That's 081-729-1657. Or you can SMS us on the SMS line, which is 37988. Follow us on Facebook today. I am Radio. Mm. We asked you guys a question that formed a part of this week's um, mystery Bible quiz. And we have an answer from... A Mary Samuels in Stellenbosch, she said he sent a dove back with a leaf. Mm, it's a interesting. very interesting answer. Hmm. So the question was, what was God saying to Noah that he would never destroy the earth again? Hmm. God's sign was a rainbow. Yes. So all of you guys who guessed that, you can give yourselves a pat on the back. However, we will say with the dove, that was also a sign mm. that did happen. I believe when it happened, um, they'd been on the ark for like the longest time. Everyone was like seasick, mm. you know, the water was rocking and they were like, man, can we land anywhere? Yes, that was the sign when the flood would be finished. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So it is a sign, Mary Samuels. You are close. But thank you for participating. We love it when we get SMSs from you guys, SMSs, WhatsApps. If you want to send one now even, you can send us a message to 
1657. Now it is 16 minutes to 8 o'clock. We are almost at the bottom of the hour, but let's just go on into one of the funnest parts of the mm, show mm, mm. the happy health tip. Health tips. How to be happy in your health. It's not just about being free, it's about being happy. Should be quite interesting. Chocolates are the true source of happiness. And I will never disagree with that. Chocolates mm-hmm. are the true source of happiness. So let's get straight into the happy health tip for today. So since we're entering spring and many of you, and by you I mean me, <laughs> might be struggling with sinuses, sinusitis in this time. Ooh. I saw this one meme that actually says, um, people on the 1st of September and then it's like <laughs> someone with fl- with a flower crown and dress and then it says me on the 1st of September and then there's like nasal spray <laughs> and tissues and a red <laughs> nose. So for those of you out there with sinusitis, here are a few happy health tips. Number one, bathe your nasal passages daily. Oof. Run water gently into the nasal passages to help clear excess mucus and moisten the membranes. Hmm. Is this like a netty pot? Yes, I think so. Yeah. I think so because that is actually something that I had to do when I was pregnant. Oh, really? So then um, I couldn't really take my tablets, like sinus, uh, t- sinus tablets and the texture that I had. So they recommended that as well. So I think that is one of the natural ways. Number two, drink lots of water. Good hydration helps keep the mucus thin and loose. <laughs> Have a bottle of water at your desk, at your work, or put a glass near the kitchen sink to remind you to drink water throughout the day. Number three, inhale steam. Linger in a hot shower. I don't have a problem doing that. Amen. Or bring water to a boil and pour it into a pan. Place a towel over your head and carefully bend over the pan and inhale the steam. So steam yourself. Yeah. It's good to steam. I do it with, um, when I was sick, I did it with eucalyptus oil. Yes. And that really opened up my passages, my nasal passages. It's so, it's honestly so good. I usually will do it with, um, we have this West African <laughs> version of Vicks. It's called Aboniki. And it's really good, especially when you're sick with like mm. a type of flu or cold. It just, you do it twice a day and it's like over. You don't even gone. need like Done. flu gone. Mm. You see, and if Vicks works for everything. Right. Vicks helps with everything. So true. Number four, avoid dry environments. A humidifier in your home, particular in your, particularly by your bed and where you work can help prevent nasal passages from drying out. Number five, sleep with your head elevated. I actually hmm. didn't know this. I also only found these things out when I had to, um, when I was pregnant. I also only found these things out because then I was like, natural ways to get <laughs> rid of sinus. Get rid of sinus without tablets. Wow, like I was, oh, it was, it was a mission. It seems like one of the healthiest things you can do is get pregnant. And you'll just, <laughs> you'll just learn a whole bunch it's of things. It's actually like a detox. <laughs> it's like a reset for your body, to be honest. Hmm. Next one is be nice to your nose. Blow your nose gently, one nostril at a time. Forceful blowing can irritate the nasal passages and propel bacteria-laden mucus back up into your sinuses. Oof. Okay. Avoid antihistamines unless prescribed. So antihistamines make mucus thick and hard to drain. But if your sinusitis is triggered by allergies, your clini- clini- clinician 
may still want you to take an antihistamine along with other medications. Guys, we are almost at the end, so mm. my English is running out over here. And the, right. <laughs> the final tip is be careful with decongestants. Tablets containing pseudophedrine act on blood vessels to shrink membranes and keep nasal passages open. So those are the few tips for you guys, you know, heading into the springtime. And for those of you that might have, you know, sinus problems, those are a few tips that you can look into. And just like that, we are again almost finished with the show, but we do actually have something special planned for you guys. Here on 180 Degrees. And we are at the bottom of the hour. Oh, this has again been a very... Amazing Monday with you guys And I would just like to add something I don't know if Cheslin would like to say it himself Or if I should say his catchphrase But there was something That he forgot to mention You know And I think it's so important That he shares this with you guys Cheslin You just that right <laughs> So um, yeah I would uh, My catchphrase definitely is mm. That I didn't find mood. Mut found me. Chills. Oh, there we go. Wow. <laughs> the crowd went crazy. Crowd's going wild in my ears. <laughs> Thank you so much, Cheslin and Jacqueline, again for being here. We look forward to many more, many, many more. And for those of you out there, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for joining us this evening. We would just like to wish you guys, you know, a, uh, an amazing week ahead. And we would just like to know, you know, that... God goes before you, he's in your tomorrow, he's in your next week, he's in your next month. So don't stress, don't worry. And we'd like to share Deuteronomy 31 verse 8, which says, It is the Lord who goes before you. He will be with you. He will not fail you or abandon you. Do not fear and do not be dismayed. Wow, that was very comforting, Inga. Thank you for sharing that. Thanks so much, Zoe. And this has been 180 Degrees. Signing out. Tweet us at I am Y Movement.